0: My shorts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dave Lee down under podcast. I'm, of course, your host. Dave Lee? No, no, I'm not. He's not. This is episode number fifty-six.
1: Five and six. Was she worth it? Fifty-six.
0: Don't ask. I don't know. (laughs) Don't ask. What the hell is that? (laughs) Idea.
1: I'm just. I'm just trying to find out what the origin of it was. I
0: I told you where to go. Wikipedia. Yeah.
1: Gives you an
0: entire table. It gives you the call, and then right next to it gives you the origin of it as well. That's what you got to do. All right, let's have a look. All right, well, he does that. The uh, podcast goes out. Uh, you can join us every Monday. podcast goes out on all the major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible. It's available on YouTube as well. Of course, we're no longer filming it. Uh, but the audio is over there on like I've got a little static image. Lost a couple of subscribers since last week since we've moved. Oh, no, one,
1: no one wants to look at a static image of you and me. No, it's, well, it's not. Or oh, just, just a view. It's just,
0: no, no, it's just graphic. It's just like text oh. on the screen. That's it, yeah. Or oh, maybe
1: if you should put a photo of me up maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. we'll come back. Maybe. Uh, of course, it go that goes out, the video version goes out two days earlier to Patreon supported. So if you want to. Watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you can have, it
1: Must be pretty fucking bored if you're watching
0: that. You go go over to patreon.com or slash David. It's just a way to get it out there for the patrons early, whatever. I can probably put an audio version up, but anyway, I know some people prefer to consume on YouTube, so it's still yep. going up there. Yep, okay. Fair enough. Um, they're on a second channel as well So you can head over to the uh, Dave Lee Down Under podcast channel And hit subscribe if you can Because we lost a couple So let's get um, that, let's get them back up get them, get them back up Yeah, you can of course find me on YouTube The regular channel is Dave Lee Down Under Over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd Links in the description of your podcast if you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeepod at gmail.com. Every episode, we like a little bit of interaction. Towards the end of the show, we take uh, questions and emails from uh, from our subscribers that have been sent in to that email. So send along. I'm no longer doing like the weekly shout out for questions. So if you want, mm. if you want to, if you want to take part in the show, it just became
1: like... all the same.
0: Yeah, if you want to. Um... Send it. And there were people who were not podcast listeners. I was just YouTube people oh, right. asking me to do Cartoon Evolutions. Mm, even, though I'd so. said, even though I would say every time I'd be like, please, no Cartoon Evolution requests. It's not the place for it. I won't address that on the show. I don't talk about it on the show. And they flood it anyway. So... Send an email at daveleapod at gmail.com if you got anything to say to us and we will read on the show. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. Only good ones. Because they're the ones that help. Piss off for the bad ones. All right, so what's the origin of our bingo call? I can't find it. You mean you can't find it? I can't find the origin of it. I bet I'll pull it up straight away.
1: No, oh, you probably will too. You know, it's old people.
0: Let's go to Wikipedia. We're going to go... It's
1: old people. Useless, mate.
0: Yeah. We're going to go to bingo calls on Wikipedia. Here we go, list of British bingo nicknack. What is it, number 56? 56. Number 56, was she worth it? This refers to the pre-decimal price of a marriage licence in Britain, 5 and 6D. Oh, there you the go. The players shout back, every penny.
1: Oh. Right, so you're supposed to say. Yeah, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> you're supposed to say, was she worth it? And then, every penny. There you go. There's also an additional <laughs> version, uh, which is Scottish version, is shots bus. Yeah, I read
1: that one, but I didn't. That didn't refer to that call that I made out. Yeah, number fifty-six something to a
0: bus route in. Yeah, it refers to a former number of the bus from Glasgow to Shots. Mm. There you
1: go. Oh, yeah,
0: riveting stuff. A couple of them. We could do a spin-off show, which is bingo calls. That <laughs> each, each episode is like the origin of a bingo call. There you go. Don't steal that idea, guys. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm got a trademark Trademark <laughs> and copyrighted. <laughs> I reckon something and like that. Dave would, Lee Productions. Yeah. I, I, reckon, I reckon something like that would do really well because it's just like those really weird. Why do we n- do one? Oh, God.
1: We'll just it's, do, we'll it's just, do just, a, just more work. We'll just do a podcast on that one day.
0: Bingo call. Bingo call. Oh, one episode. Origins. Yeah. I'm not starting a new show. But I reckon a show like that would do well because those weird niche things. Yeah. Like, a lot of weirdos out there. Like bird watching and wood turning. and <laughs> wood turning.
1: <laughs> I worked with a guy that used to wood turn. He was a weirdo. Yeah. Well, he was a nice guy,
0: but he was. To any wood turners out there, <laughs> keep that up. I remember finding. I actually
1: th- want to get a life. I'd love to have a life. I used to love turning wood.
0: I, me- I remember finding uh, a newsagent once and found a wood turning magazine, William H. Macy on the cover. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's like a massive like wood turner. Is he really? Yeah, he loves it. Hey, we've got a, a big announcement to make later on this. Episode. Yeah, real Ooh. big, big one. Won't won't do it Huge. yet. We'll keep keeping a bit of suspense for a little while. We'll yep. drop we'll drop it later. But there's a big announcement to come, which will um. It's got to do with the podcast. It has got to do with the podcast a little bit, yeah, and some other things. But we'll talk about it later. Um, sort of in relation to that, I bought the new MacBook this week.
1: Mm. Still sitting in the box. Still, I haven't <laughs> opened it yet. I really
0: should. <laughs> Well, um, you got to get it set up, make sure it's all working. Like, that's what I mean. Could be, could be, have a smashed screen for all I know. Exactly right, and get it returned. But yeah, it came out on Tuesday. I needed a new one. Mm. Um, yeah, that one's
1: a, what's that? Six years old? Seven years, years old? Mid twenty fifteen model. So oh, yeah, there you go. Got six no
0: space on it. It was like a five hundred terabyte. Not five Gs. Five hundred terabyte would be good, wouldn't <laughs> it? <laughs> five <Jesus>. hundred gigabyte. <laughs> not in the world on that. Five hundred gigabyte drive. There's nothing on it, and there's only like eighty gigabytes free. So I don't know. It's all those just cache files and all that junk. So that uh, so I've, I've needed one for a while. It's still going alright. It's like it's not slow or anything. It's held up pretty well. It's a great machine. But been it's been um, a really good machine. Though. Yeah, but I thought I'll get a new one before this dies, and I've got a backup as well. And uh, partly, we'll talk about the big announcement later. It's partly a reason why I've gone out and bought a new laptop to kind of give me the impetus to do it. But the new ones came out this week. They announced the new ones at the end of the last week, and they're like coming out Tuesday. Uh, so I rang up the the Apple store on Monday uh, Monday afternoon. It was like, are you going to get the stock? They're like, oh, I actually, don't know. I checked the website in the morning, and if I we knew. and if we've got, <laughs> yeah, probably. He said, he had it, them there. Yeah, probably. Well, they would have had to have. They would have had to. But he was like, "Oh, we're not sure if we're going to get them. Call, uh, get on the website in the morning because because the stores aren't open. They're only open for like click and collect, or if you want to make an appointment, you can until book six o'clock tonight. Well, until tonight, yeah, because we're coming out of lockdown. Yeah, woo <laughs> Beautiful. Give an applause for that. Well done, Victorians. Congratulations. Coming out of lockdown finally. Keep going, again, out. zapped, zap, zapped, zapped,
1: <laughs> <laughs> vaxed. Keep doing it. Yeah. Sorry,
0: I interrupted you today. I probably could have led with that, to be honest. But, yeah, we're out of lockdown. So, anyway, the Apple store this week, they're only open for, like, um, appointments, pick and, click and collect, all that. So the guy's like, oh, yeah, just get on the website in the morning and if you can buy one from the store, uh, it'll say it'll say available at the store. Yep. So I got on in the morning. I had some interviews to do. I was interviewing the cast of the Animaniacs, <laughs> which was awesome, and that, that video is going to go up. This week, uh, I think, on the channel. So, yeah, I was doing these interviews bright and early and I thought I'll get on the website and have a look before I started them and they had the stock. I thought, beautiful. At the end of these interviews, which should only take about an hour, I'll um, I'll get back on the website and place my order. And um, there's the two models, the silver one, space grey, which is like that charcoal colour. Yep, yep. Uh, space grey was Gone. Within like an hour, gone, all space grey, like most of the stores. There's like one store that had it, like 45 minutes away. And then I was deliberating, and then within 10 or 15 minutes, they were all gone. It's
1: not you deliberating, you're still waiting and doing
0: interviews. Well, yeah, it was well because I was checking in between the space grey. Mm. Like there's a few silvers left at our local store. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to buy the silver. I might, my current one's silver, but I thought, off. Oh, I guess space grey, it's, new. it's feels like different. Like new. It feels one. like a new machine. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I bought the silver, I went in store, I said to the guy, geez, it's selling really well. And he said to me, The uh, he said these sell better than iPhones.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Now I knew that people used to probably probably still do, used to line up, line up to get that to get the iPhone. They'd mm. sell out really quickly. So I said to you the night before, or that morning, I was like, oh, I reckon these going to go pretty quickly. And you were like, no, oh, no, the laptop's won't. Six That's grand, yeah, five six and a half thousand dollars. dollars I bought like the top of the line, like Max Pro chip, one terabyte storage, fucking crazy RAM and speed and all that junk. And I was like, oh, I have a feeling they might go. And you're like, nah, 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 no, 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 they're not going to sell out. And surely enough. Uh, but the guy said, yeah, he said, these sell quicker than the iPhones now said, because the iPhones, each version, is, re- is ver- there's not much difference between the previous one, yeah, yeah. so people are happy to hold onto their phones for longer now. Some people, like I do it, we hold on our phones like five or six years until it's like, exactly all right, right, this one's yeah. def- well and truly dead now, time for a new one. But he's like, no, these laptops, every time they do a new one, it's like completely different. So people will rush out again the first morning. So I was like, I okay, got mine, got back home, and within like half an hour, checked the stock online, they were all gone. Statewide, gone. There was a few in like the rural stores. That's it. Even the lower models, because there was three new models, two 14-inch ones and the 16-inch, and even the lower two models were selling out. But these ones went really quick. You can't believe it. Mm. So yeah, apparently yeah, it's they, a
1: surprise they sell at that sort of price. I wouldn't have thought they would have gone that quick. Well, I said to you, Mac, I thought pe- they would have gone, but not Mac not people are away. nuts.
0: This one, I was like, I just had the picture in my head of those people lining up for iPods uh, for the iPhone. Sorry, I don't know if people still do it, but people used to line up overnight. Yeah, you right. see people video of people camping outside the Apple store to get the new. And I had these picture in my head. I'm like, oh my god. I better get this, and yeah, sure surely enough, gone, gone. So anyway, I got my hands on one. Thankfully, I got to open it up, and hopefully, um, it's all good.
1: Mm. It's not get all uh, your software loaded, and yeah, see how fast
0: it is. Oh, I'm excited! He said it's blazing <laughs> fast. He's like, you'll never know yourself. It's got like 19 hours of battery life, or something, or 20 something that's hours insane, of battery life. Isn't it? crazy? He's like, in, a, that,
1: oh, they're only a few hours, aren't they? Yeah,
0: something like that. I'm excited! It'll be awesome. Try out some editing and stuff. I'm looking Appar- forward to saying it. Apparently, you can re- you can have an edit open with like five, eight k tracks, and it's smooth as shit. Really? I struggle with like fucking three HD tracks on this thing.
1: Yeah, uh, but apparently, it's obviously designed to do what you want to, d- yeah. to do that type of work for graphics. Yeah. And-
0: but apparently, you can like just play ProRes, which is like a raw video file, raw 4K yep. and 8K ProRes, just smoothly, apparently. Oh, that'd be awesome to when, see. When I was filming, we were filming on the red Epic cameras. We were like the first mm-hmm. when I was at uni, 10 years ago now. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Um, <laughs> but we were like the first group of students to use them anywhere in the world. And to be able to play the ProRes footage from those cameras, you had to connect to what was called the Red Rocket to That's the computer, right, yeah, you did too. And that gave the computer that extra power. It was like this fucking little it was like a huge tower. <laughs> it would give that computer the extra power just to be able to play and process that ProRes footage. Mm. And apparently this laptop you can just fucking play it out smoothly. I just haven't had time. You
1: might just work off that full time.
0: I might do. Well, I'm thinking about just getting a couple of monitors. And using that as the computer, you hook it up to the monitors. Well, that's what most cl- people are doing now. Close the lid, get a get a yeah. keypad, mouse. That'll be good fun. So, yeah, five and a half grand MacBook. Mm. Um, had to spend a bit of other money this month for a few other things. My credit card bill this month. I mean, <laughs> that's <it's> huge. You. <laughs> Through the roof. Yeah, exactly. The roof, rather. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, anyway, that was my bit of excitement for this week. Um, Well, you've been doing nothing. Sweet stuff. All oh. beautiful. All right, that means what a
1: picture. Good, good picture.
0: Yeah, so much fun. What we've been watching this week, which is not much. <laughs> Again, no,
1: we've been too busy.
0: Or well, you've been too busy, anyway. Yeah, I watched <clears> a few things. Um, nothing that's really that interesting enough to talk about. I've got so much stuff in there piling up that I have to watch. Oh shit! I just hit the mic. <laughs> I got I got heaps of shit in there that I need to uh, watch for the distributors, and just not enough time. Um, But this week we did watch Madman has finally released Chopper on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yes. This is on the back. Umbrella put out this thing a little while ago because they're doing all those reissues of Australian films and stuff on Blu-ray. They put out this thing online which was like, we want your suggestions. We want to know what movies you want on Blu-ray. Let us know. And, you know, if there's enough interest in certain titles, it might give that push to get it released. Yeah. Everyone jumped on there. And Chopper was the number one requested one. Yeah. Awesome. A guy I know, Dylan, he was the one who put in the suggestion and it just fucking exploded. But everyone has wanted Chopper for ages Classic Australian film, one of the great Australian movies in the last, like, Mm. 20 years. Eric Banner. 20 plus. Eric Banner. And, of course, it's that great Australian tradition of glorifying the criminals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, everyone loves Chopper, and everyone's wanted Chopper for fucking ages. And there was, like, heaps and heaps of upvotes. People were like, yes, we want Chopper. We want Chopper. Now, this was Umbrella. Remember Umbrella? Put this thing out. And, like, three weeks later, Madman announced Chopper coming out on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beaten to the punch. Yeah. And um, Dylan tweeted them when they announced it. He was like, did I have anything to do with this? And they, they just said, yep. <laughs> so inadvertently, through this umbrella thing, Madman's gone, shit, maybe we should finally put Chopper out. Wow. And it was the 20th anniversary, I think, so... Pretty decent. Maybe yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. a coincidence. Who knows? But they'd done a whole new restoration. They released it theatrically and everything. They invited us to a um to a, just a meet a, to a screening of it that they were going to be throwing, and it just so happened to be like the day we went back into lockdown. So it yeah. was a lot of fun. And those um, who don't
1: know, like overseas people, Chopper's a a notorious criminal who's he's passed now. He yeah. died a few years ago, mm. four or five years ago. Bit of a character. He was a hell of a character. Mm. Um, we used, to, we used to see him driving home from work, yeah. We did, too. he lived in uh, he lived in Collingwood, Collingwood, yeah. At one point, sitting outside and, the, the and pub, off and often see him something. sitting seeing at his favorite, you know, outside in his right. favorite pub and yeah. having a drink out in the street and all that sort of stuff. Or we'll see him just walking up the street, mm-hmm. it was just around the corner from where he was attacked with an axe. Oh, yeah, somebody attacked geez. him with an axe.
0: Christ, some crazy uh, stories. This guy he wrote a bunch of books. Whether what he was writing about was actually true is always up for debate. He glorified a lot of his stories. No one really knew what was true, what was false. And then they made a movie about him sort of based on his books. Yeah. And a lot of it's just glorified. It's like a, what would you say, like a a historical fiction
1: sort of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, Uh, But it's a great movie. I'm sure it's it's a big film in America. They loved it over there. This is what made Eric Banner a star, really. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, great movie. I haven't yeah. watched it for so long. It's and so just some
1: great, <laughs> some great lines too, some great lines. We've had some some, uh, some criminals in this city. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. If,
0: if anyone out there has not seen it, check out Underbelly, particularly internationals. I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. I think it was on Netflix at one point. Terrific series, first series anyway. There's, a, really there's a few of them. There's yeah, probably
1: it's like, like seven or eight or something. Yeah.
0: Isn't yeah. And they did all the spin-offs because they weren't allowed to use the name Underbelly anymore for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, check out that first series of Underbelly. It is amazing. I've watched it three or four times. and yeah. It's just so good. I'm sure we've talking, spoken about it before, yeah. all sort of weird legal issues behind it. Anyway, that's like another topic. But <laughs> check out Underbelly. Check out Chopper. You'll find out the... Our weird and wacky world of Australian Under, Victorian criminals. The Victoria, yeah, Melbourne the Underworld. Yeah.
1: underworld. There was, it, was, it was huge at one point. It's the wild. Underworld. Yeah.
0: Let's start a true crime podcast. <laughs> hey, they're big. <laughs> Only murders in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so that was it for catalogs. I watched a few other things. Nothing really that yeah, that, that exciting to talk about. What's will just a, a kind of more recent movies this week. We watched Greenland. Greenland. Yep, with uh, Gerard Bo- Gerard Butler. Mm. Oh, that, that was, was right. Don't know what that was. Don't know what that little voice that was, was. Terrible, there. <laughs> terrible uh, <laughs> accent. <laughs> um, Gerard Butler, Greenland. So this was mm. like an apocalyptic thing. All these meteorites coming to Earth, coming to destroy it, and he's him and his family are picked to go on the on the ships or the planes that are the military jets. Yep, that are gonna. Take him to the Greenland. secret, yeah. <laughs> well, what turns out to be in Greenland, but it's the secret um underground bunkers that is going to save humanity. Mm. And then it turns out it's in Greenland. Anyway. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. It was okay. Run-of-the-mill sort of disaster. It was predictable and you yeah. know what was going to happen. but yeah. It was, that was right. a bit it's of fun enjoyable. for Friday night. He's always fun, enjoyable enough. Didn't mind it. Nothing that we'd not seen before. But it was okay. Mm. Good effects and stuff, and yeah. a few little twists like and you. turns. Like Gerard Butler, that was even worse. Sound like Swedish or something. It was meant to be an accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Was supposed to be my English accent.
0: Oh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> but he's Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. Oh, he's too. Yeah. Yeah, right. Gerard Butler. <laughs> I don't know what is this. We're cancelled. We get cancelled. <laughs> Um we also watched World's
1: manager Manager's gonna hop right onto us i know No he will.
0: Uh the the uh the other movie we watched over the weekend was Maggie.
1: What a piece of troll. it <laughs> <laughs> was just shit. Anun Schwarzenegger just
0: and um Abigail Breslin. Yeah. It's it like a zombie plague and the daughter becomes a zombie and it's like they go out to a little cabin or some shit. Yeah. And then it's like they live there, live out her last days before she turns into a zombie, and it's awful. It's just crap. I found fa- you fell asleep. Yeah, It's just um, crap. That's why I fell asleep. I was, I had lost interest after ten minutes. Uh, it was really quite bad. It was trash. <laughs>
1: and it's no one, no wonder we sort of prognosticated about buying that. It's probably got a shit rating. At least I like it's a like five point four or something like that.
0: He's like five three or five so four. Definitely falls in the oh. shite category. Well, I bought it recently because it was cheap. It was yeah, another one of those like, like four bucks, four or, or five dollar like, $1 ones. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, may as well finally get it. Yeah, I, want, I know. I wonder why? I won't buy those four dollar ones anymore. <laughs> no, well, I looked at it. I looked at it ages ago and debated about yeah. it.
1: I was like,
0: oh, I How can an Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie movie be that boring? Oh,
1: it was just shit.
0: <laughs> it was absolute shit I don't know why it was even made Seriously No There's no action There was no There's like a few like zombie bits Where the zombies like eat each other and shit Yeah and That's about it Just Crap Crap.
1: I'm glad I fell asleep during it. So you missed nothing. I, you so meant nothing I, happened. I didn't waste a full They, went to a, they <laughs> went to a log
0: cabin and yep. just like stayed there until she t- f- fully turned into a zombie. Yep,
1: Crap movie. It's been a while since we watched a film that bad.
0: Yeah, it actually has been a while since we've watched something and been like, that was actually really crap. Most stuff we can watch, and it's yeah. Yeah, If it's shit, it's, yeah. we can watch it. It's all right. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> but was, that was that was that was shit. <laughs> that was really shitty. Yeah. Right. Um, we watched a few new movies this week that we can talk about. Did we? Yeah, we watched. Um, first up is the brand new release "Ron's Gone Wrong." This is a new animated film from Um Locksmith Animation, a brand new animation, mm. uh, studio, which is run by one of the executives of ardman one of the ex executives of ardman okay. and the other woman involved was I, can't, I think she's just like a producer and a director uh, of animation and they've started a new uh, they started a company locksmith animation and their first movie ron's gone wrong they gave distribution to fox before the disney buyout and now after disney has bought out fox it's our 20th century pictures movie, and Disney's handled distri- distribution, etc., mm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Mm. Loved it, and a little, f- and a Loved little, it. little. Well, the story about a little boy and his little robot friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little boy, yeah. like it's like a high ten, schooler, ten or something, 10, or? 11 year old kid, yeah. and his robot pal. Yeah, it's good. Really liked it. Oh, I enjoyed it. Wasn't sure what to expect because there's so many of these little animation studios out there that just put out absolute shit. And you'd expect something from like a new studio not to look very good. Uh, the The animation's not terrific; it's like very cartoony. Yeah, but um, well, it suited it. But you suited it really well. Like yeah. they found a style and they found a story that suited that style yeah. perfectly. They don't need to go out all out like what Disney does, right? The no, it's right. Crazy animation, really stripped back. At the beginning, I was like, oh, this feels a little bit like. Maybe the kind of animation you would have had ten or fifteen years ago. Mm. But as the movie goes on, you actually come to really like the style of it. Yep, it's very good. It's yeah. very, very good. Yeah, I loved it. Basically, this kid gets his. It's like they're living in this world where all the kids have these little robot friends, and it's like it's almost. It's got all these. It's got. It's very layered. It's got very adult layer to it, which is almost like a a criticism of. Facebook and data harvesting and how they are, um, you know, using these robots to take the data of children and exploit people's data. And it's got like, what what do you call it? Like a a criticism on screen time, like the amount of screen time you have and how everyone's so obsessed with their screens and stuff that now you've got these little friends that's literally just like an iPhone built into a robot. Uh, it's very good though. It was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed really it. Really liked it. You know, the animation
1: wrong. actually reminded me of um, what was that one called? Up.
0: Up. Yeah. Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the just little it's like it's a little bit because it's like very angular yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like I said, animation you'd expect ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it worked very well. I would re- I would recommend Ron's Wrong's Gone Wrong. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Feel like they haven't marketed it. Very well. I haven't seen much about it. I don't think too many people know about it or really care about it, but I would recommend seeing it. It's got a really good cast. Good names in it. Zach yeah. Galifanakis is the little robot man Yep. who I think is called Alan. I think the robot was called Alan, which is the same name as his character in um, The Hangover. Oh, yeah. Who was it's Alan? Wrong. Who was Alan? Was Alan the kid? Uh, no, the kid was Barn. Who was Alan? I'm sure there was an Alan. Oh, I think you're been. <laughs> Sm- <laughs> Smoke on the man, Alan. Alan's, Alan's, Alan, his name's Ron. It's in the title. Um, anyway, it was good. I liked it. Also, I had Ed Helms in there as the father. Yep. Um, Olivia Coleman. Yeah, she was the grandmother. Didn't realize, but mm. there you go. Yeah, good cast. A few other people's in there too. So uh, enjoyed that one. One we watched a few weeks ago, and we can finally talk about. Is the Many Saints of Newark? Mm. This is the Sopranos um, prequel film, Yep. which has um, been released for ages over in the States. But my embargo was like two days ago because it opens here next week. Oh God. <laughs> Another and so,
1: one, and it's been seen everywhere else around the world,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, um, the local team, if you like see a movie that they even if the release dates like a month later, the local team always is like, particularly Warner Brothers. They're like, no, we need your coverage. The week that the movie comes out in Australia, you can't post anything before that. Um, Crazy, Yeah, so The Many Saints of Newark, this kind of focuses not even really on Tony Soprano.
1: No, it's the characters around him.
0: Yeah, most notably Dickie Moltisante, who was the father of Christopher from the original series, who was kind of like an enigmatic figure in the original series. You always used to hear about Dickie Moltisante and his influence on Tony and there was always like a bit of animosity between Tony and Christopher that Dickie was more of a father to to Tony than he was to Christopher and all these kind of mysteries surrounding how... Dickie was killed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it kind of addresses a whole lot of this stuff, kind of demystifies this character that has loomed over the Sopranos series. At that, I feel like if you're not if you've never watched The Sopranos, I feel there's very little you get out of this movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. Totally agree with that. Because I think it doesn't even really stand on its own as like a, as a standalone film. As no, a standalone g- no, gangster film. Not really. It wasn't great. But it, was, it was okay. It I was, was well, I didn't mind it. It was good. It was enjoyable. But I feel like it it struggles trying to be its own thing, but it also struggles with the weight of the Sopranos, which is commonly considered one of the greatest television series ever. Yeah. yeah, doesn't matter what they did with it, it was going to struggle with that. Yeah. Um but of course you've got Michael Gandolfini in there who is the son of um uh, uh James Gandolfini yep. who played Tony Soprano in the good. original film. Terrific. It was right. Very good,
1: and at times you could swear it was a young James. Yeah, so, he so he actually thought he was really good. In that. He'd
0: never watched it before. He said he'd never watched Sopranos. Really? And in in preparation for the movie, he yeah. But did he, did he finish this, up watching? It yeah, or? he watched it all in preparation for the film. Right. Okay. Yeah, so he got the little quirks, yeah, and yeah. the mannerisms, and yeah, he's very good.
1: Yeah, some of those little quirky mannerisms yeah. that James brought to that mm. character, his son yeah. brought to it as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, which was great. Yeah, um, of course, um, Vera Farmiga is in there as well as yeah, Lydia that was Soprano, that was the, the mother, yeah. I didn't realise she was in it. Yeah, uh, John Bernthal was in there. Yeah, Ray as, Liotta. Uh, was John Bernthal um, Junior Soprano? Uh, Johnny. Yeah, jo- Johnny. Oh, John, yeah, 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 Johnny, Johnny and uh, uh, Junior, was, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, Ray Liotta was in there too.
1: Yeah, Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. Dick, Hollywood yeah.
0: Dick. Moltisanti. Yeah, so, Dick, yeah, so um, Dickie Moltisanti's father. So yeah. Dickie Mollett's senior. Uh, but, yeah, it's quite good. It kind of really delves really deep into that kind of Soprano family tree. But it isn't really – you would – by the marketing, you'd think it's a movie about Tony Soprano. Mm. And in a way it is. It's about how Tony Soprano winds up in the position that he's in. That's right. By the end of the yeah. movie, you kind of you understand how he's forced into this position that he's in um, in the series, yeah. you know, the head That's of the, right. the Mafia family. Uh, yeah I thought it was really quite good good little prequel um I don't know if it was essential
1: I think they did it for you know making a film about the sopranos for the for the, for the sake, sake of, of making a,
0: f- a film about the sopranos Well, the creator of the sopranos david chase um has always said I'm never returning to the sopranos as a series I have no interest in rebooting the series so when he had this idea he's like we'll do it as a movie mm. that said this movie has performed apparently very well on hbo max didn't do very well at the box office but HBO Max apparently views through the roof. They're now considering doing a, secret, a oh, series really... yeah, which focuses on Tony Soprano, the right. young, so the young I, Tony. Yeah, so I imagine it would be like the linking piece right. between this film. I didn't need it. Yeah. it really need because it. Because it really leaves this big gap. Yeah. yeah. So exactly we get that beginning right. piece. And it'll be interesting, I think, if they did that. Uh, Particularly, oh, I'd imagine they would get Michael Gandolfini back. Oh, don't think, they'd have to. Don't think they'd do they'd it otherwise. To. Also... Finally, you didn't see this one, sadly. You'll get to see it in a couple of weeks when it hits Disney+. Uh, we'll, we'll double back, actually, to last week. This is what I had to say on the show last week. In two weeks' time, cinemas are going to reopen, which means we can finally see shang There's actually screens tonight because the drive-ins are open. Oh, so ah, okay. They're allowed to open outdoor cinemas, entertainment yeah. venues. Right. So shang playing at the drive-in, but I'm not. I've waited this long. I'm not going to the fucking drive-in no. to see Shang-Chi. <laughs> I saw Shonxi at the drive-ins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. I had an offer come up. A friend texts me at the last minute, was like, I have tickets to Shonxi at the drive-in Do you want to give in a like shout out who your friend was? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> my, my friend James, Mr. Sunday Movies. Um, he texted me, he's like, I have tickets for Sean at the drive-ins. Would you like to go? I was like. Fuck yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> I
1: was like, I can't wait anymore.
0: Cinemas are opening today at the time that we're recording this. Cinemas are opening. So I could have seen it this weekend in the cinema. I was like, fuck it. I'm tired of waiting. I know I said last week, I'm like, I can wait. Oh, no. I was like, fuck, I have this chance to see Shang-Chi. I'm fucking going now. And it was very, very good. Yeah? Very, very good. Mm, so have yeah. been spoken about that. No. Yep. Not really. I've been no. busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly <right. laughs> Um yeah, he he really loved it. I won't I won't speak on behalf of of James. I'm sure you can check out the Mister Sunday movies video that he yeah, does, about, yeah. the, the Weekly Planet podcast, or whatever he's uh, doing around it. But we both really liked it. That's good. Very good. Oh, good. Um, it's sort of like when you think back to like the Phase One movies, where it was like introducing Iron Man, introduce Thor. Yeah. It's the MCU. This is like the real first taste of like this new batch of movies yeah. of Phase Four. Technically, Black Widow was the first in phase four. But, well, technically, technically, WandaVision and the mm. Disney Plus mm. shows. But anyway, um, this is like this new era where we're, we've are we had Endgame, Infinity War, etc., and now we've fucking come back down to just like real base level storytelling. Really simple like origin stories. And this is so cool. Mm. I wasn't sure what to expect, but I really, really liked it. Good. Really liked it. I didn't. No, have seen completed. it in a couple of weeks. It's <laughs> going to be on Disney Plus in like a week in a bit. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus Day. It's one of the things they're going to drop mm. on Disney Plus. Um, But enjoyed it. I won't say too much more because I want to spoil it for you. But it's really good, like, the, the Asian influence and, like, um, it's very much it's like… It's live
1: action, this one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. of course.
0: Yeah. Um, And it's like… So, no, I know very little about it. I know very little about it. It's like… You think of, like, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yeah, yeah. that kind of... Um, there is a name for it. I think it's called Wooksia. I could be wrong. I think it's called Wooksia, which is that style of, like, fighting, but it's very fantasy, like, infused yeah, 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 fantasy. Yeah. And, you, you know, they jump in the air and they're and fighting. they float and they, they, and they, they float. yeah. That half a dozen kicks while in yeah, the yeah, air. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, Really cool. So the, mm. of the fight choreography is fucking awesome. And I know it's a thing that everyone says, and it's yeah. like that... It's a stereotypical thing to say, oh, the choreography. It's really good, really cool fight scenes. And I wasn't – I don't think I was quite – I knew it was going to be like kind of fantasy sort of thing. I wasn't really prepared for how much kind of in that direction it swings Mm. at a particular point in the movie. Very cool. There's some cool characters that pop up in there which you'll be excited about. And I don't want to say too much. I mean, the rest of the world's had it for a month. Yeah, exactly. I think for your sake, I'm trying not to spoil it, but you get to see in a couple of weeks. But yeah, so fucking
1: good. Maybe I'll just take my headphones
0: off, plug your ears up, and you can talk about it. No, no, but I I don't know. Like, I understand there's a lot of people who still haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil too much. But yeah, very good. I really liked. it. Oh, cool. I'm glad I finally saw it
1: at the drive-in. At the (laughs) drive-in, it was fine. It was a fun experience.
0: Um, Neither of us had been to the drive-in for a while. I probably maybe ten years ago I'd been to the drive-in. Um, the screens are better. I think they've obviously upgraded the um, projectors. Uh, projectors, projectors. Yeah. So the screen it looks really good. You imagine the projectors be you know bloody, probably eight K laser and probably. all that sort of you shit. Probably have to be. Um, because owned by Village now, so surely they have mm. to uh, this drive in in Coburg.
1: It's the only one in Melbourne.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the screens are good, but they still haven't fixed the audio. The audio is really. Oh, it's always really shared. shit.
1: Because you. Yeah. You know, go through your cast no, out. Unless you the, had a good stereo system in your no, car. No, you, and,
0: James had a really good stereo system because it's on that radio wave, like you tune your radio yeah, yeah. They played like a bunch of songs before the movie mm. and they're like crystal clear. It sounded great. We were like, oh, this is going to be good. The sound's going to be good. And the movie comes on. He's like, does that sound a bit weird to you? I was like, yeah, it's really tinny. <laughs> so there must be something like maybe there's like a mixed down. I reckon that's probably it. It must be like a mixed down version of yeah. the audio track. They might not. Because you're only getting it out of two speakers, or maybe four, yeah. it's probably not a five-point-one track. Maybe it's a stereo track. They've mixed maybe. it down. But other than that, once you get past, maybe compressed that, and God knows what. Yeah, it have to be. So I reckon, like after like ten minutes, like it sounds weird, but it was it's fine. Uh, but mm. it was good. We enjoyed the movie and we had a fun experience, like good. a last minute, last minute thing. Um, what we've been watching on television? Not a lot this week, of course. Morning Wars, Morning Show. We're still watching. Still great. Check that out if and you haven't seen better. yet. Yes, we finished the, what's the, what, third season of Sex Education? Yep. Finally uh, finished that? the third? Third. It is the third. Well, it has to be at least third. I don't think it's the fourth. That'll be the third. Third's
1: the third. Third. Th- third. Third. third.
0: Um, Yeah, good. Good season of the show. Yeah, it was. Very good. Very funny, some good drama moments, etc. cetera. Mm. That's probably one of the best, I think, Netflix originals. It's probably one of my favourites. Yeah, so that's that's finished. Well, actually, it was all dumped at once a number of weeks ago, but we finally finished it. Um, other than that, I think we were just so busy this week that we didn't really watch a lot. Uh, we did start last night. We started Loved, uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, didn't that take a week? Yeah. Didn't that yeah. Episode? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all going along nicely. Then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. oh, my
0: God, your face has been eaten off. <laughs> <like, "Oy."> yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is about a year or two old now, I think. We got mm. the Blu-ray, I was like... Okay, finally gonna finally gonna watch this one it's 10 episodes I think they planned for it as a limited series but then they decided we're gonna do a second season oh, so really? the blu-ray set has season one on it um, but then they decided you yeah, know we're not gonna do a second season so it's just a limited season oh, okay it's a limited it's a limited event but the blu-ray and the DVD says season one on it
1: you know what you know, that one we watched, the first episode that goes for an hour or five or something. It felt ten, like it yeah. went for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, you said there's 10 episodes. Yeah. And I thought, oh, how the hell are they going to make 10 episodes out well, of that? We
0: haven't even gotten to the story yet. How many shows do we do this where you go, oh, first episode, how are we going to get 10 shows? Mm. But then there's a st- story. You yeah, yeah well, obviously, up. but, you know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't
1: know how they can. I don't know how they would be able to do a second season, let alone Well, it's episodes. based
0: partly, as far as I'm aware, it's based partly on the works of H.P. Lovecraft. So they bring in a lot of sort of elements from his stories. Oh, okay. Such as I didn't know very much about it, but I knew that it's kind of horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thriller, okay. kind of all kind of melded in. Apparently it's very, very good though. So everyone's—it's an HBO. Oh, Enjoyed HB. that enjoy first Her one. show is very good. Yeah. Uh, it's an HBO thing, so you know, usually in good hands. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Majors, terrific, and uh, Journey Smollett, who was great as well. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she's in uh, uh, Birds of Prey. Almost a black widow. That's Birds right. Birds of she Prey. Was she was a um, uh, black canary. Terrific. She was ah, a yeah, singer yeah. the yep. singer yep. and yep. all that shit. Yeah, yeah. good. No, so yeah, enjoying that. We only watched one, so don't know. Don't know too much about. I don't really know anything about it. No. I mean absolutely nothing about it. Looking forward to um, exploring the rest of that. For now, though. Time to relax. Yeah, because it's the Mad Men update. With the bong. No. Mad Men update. Oh, okay. Mad Men update. Mm, Mm -mm. No bongs. No! Fuck. Mad (laughs) Men update. How many episodes have you watched? It was only two? Three. We did get three. We,
1: did, we did three. Yeah, because okay. we did. Yeah, we did season
0: uh, episode six last night. Oh, okay. So we're in season four, episode six, mm-hmm. halfway through mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. four already. Really? Yep. We're smashing it. Yep. Well, we would have got we would have got four in this week, but I had to cover the Buzz Lightyear trailer. Yeah, that's right. And and the the. That, Dropped six minutes into. Yeah, this, into <laughs> I was the like, episode. I think I've got like twenty minutes for the trailer. I was like, may as well put it on and watch half of it, and then the trailer like dropped like fifteen minutes early. It's like, oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it's still good. Yep. yep. Yep.
1: And Don's just going down this little rabbit hole, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, like, getting himself deeper and deeper into a hell
0: of a mess. Yeah, I told you he's going to struggle with his alcoholism this season. Mm. So uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's good. It is still yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's still a very good. I was reading a thing the other day, Alicia sent it to me. It was like um, who did it? Was it Time Magazine or I don't know, one of the someone did like a the, the top 100 greatest television series of the 21st century so far. Yep. And Mad Men was like number 2. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, cause there's a couple I'd put before it, like Sopranos.
0: No, but see that – I was shocked to see Sopranos wasn't on there, but technically it started 1999, so I just missed
1: out. Oh, okay. So it
0: was just of the – 21st century, so 2000 onward. Um, Breaking Bad. That was on there. I think it was like number three or something. I would put that before it. I think number one was The Wire, which we haven't watched. Apparently I thought they would have started before. That's what I thought too. 2000?
1: Apparently not. It feels like that had been gone for years. Yeah.
0: No, I, I think that was very much like around the same time as The Sopranos. Oh, 2002. There you go. It was around that same time as The Sopranos. They were like the first two kind of really cinematic sort of television series, I suppose. Yeah. But then, um, well, The,
1: the Wire, I've seen a little bit of The Wire, not mm, much. Yeah. But it is actually really good. Yeah, I really want to watch it. Yeah. I've got
0: the article up now. Yeah, The Wire was one... Mad Men 2, Breaking Bad 3, um, Fleabag at number 4, What's which Fleabag? we haven't watched. That's that, uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It's like a drama, comedy drama sort of BBC oh, okay. thing. Only from the last few years, 2016, 2019. I put Ted Lasso before it. Well, I haven't seen it on <laughs> here. I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know if this is just shows that have finished, but Game of Thrones is at number 5. Never watched an episode. We've watched one episode. Oh, have we? Yeah, Oh, years ago. The Office UK is on at number nine, which is pretty good. Oh, is it? Yeah, Deadwood. Fucking, they put Deadwood on this list. Can you believe <gasps> that? Deadwood, that's the biggest piece of shit. They put it on the list at number eighteen. Oh, really? Crap. What do they put? Un- what do they reckon is it? It's better than Better Call Saul. They reckon Deadwood is better than Better Call Saul. Nah, no way. Wrong. No way. Wrong. It reckons it's better than Friday Night Lights. No, that's That's wrong. That's at number 28. That's That's wrong. That's incorrect. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec's great. Yeah. True Detective at
1: 31. Really?
0: You're kidding me. Arrested Development at 32. Fargo at 35. Band of Brothers at 36. No, no, no. They reckon that Deadwood is better than all these classics. Someone's
1: done that with a head up their ass. Shit's
0: Creek. The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that shouldn't even be on there either, to be honest. No, that was a good
1: show. That was a good show. Crap.
0: Um, there's a lot of great shows that are on this list I can't believe they've put Deadwood there And that high That's that's. This was actually done by Culture Oh it's BBC thing BBC Culture mm. They um, polled 206 TV experts From 43 countries In order to find the greatest TV show so At a
1: 206 Yeah. What sort of polls they ask? <laughs> Oh my god I could walk out in the friggin street And get more people to answer questions than that So there you
0: go that one That's it. are you gonna update us yet are you know yeah us
1: you're yeah no well, uh, nah, nah, i'll
0: leave the announcement hang a little bit still got that big announcement to make we'll leave it a little bit longer mm. in a couple of seconds but first up i have to talk about my uh distribution partners uh, of the channel partner partner highlights here random space media of course, uh, I just mentioned they recently released the Tremors 7 movie collection and the H.P. Lovecraft collection. They sent them over to me, and they're awesome. The H.P. The Lovecraft collection is produced in collaboration with Umbrella, which is pretty cool. I oh. reached out. I was like, hey, you're working with Umbrella now. This is awesome. They're like, yeah, we've been working with Umbrella for a few years, actually. Oh, <laughs> I could. I was like, I had no idea. Mm. He's like, yeah. But he said this this release took him a while to pull together. It's finally out there now. So that's pretty cool. Um of course kicks.com.au, you can head over there and use day fifteen at checkout for fifteen percent off. Uh the entire order. Sales stock, pre orders, anything. Day fifteen, you get fifteen percent off. Uh, that's active. That's I've extended that to the end of the year. Fair enough. So there you go. So kicks.com.au, day fifteen. Cool. Not a just do it. Not, not a, an affiliate link. Not an affiliate link. I get nothing out of it. So check it out. Mm. All right, it's now time for Shite All. All right, all right, all right. This is Shite All Right. It's a game that we play, isn't
1: it? It is a game we play, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> we play this. We get people to send in really obscure titles from IMDB, and we've got to guess whether the title is Shite All. All right, all right, all right. So we will essentially read each other out the synopsis. And nothing else, that's it, that's all we know. The synopsis of the film, and we have to basically judge a book by its cover. We don't know who's in it, don't know the title, don't know when it came out, any of that. All we have is the synopsis to decide, to make a judgement on the movie. Yep. And The great thing is, these obscure movies that get sent in, some of them sound like absolute shit and have a great rating. Some of them sound absolutely terrific and have a shit rating. Yeah. And that's all part of it. Now, we judge whether a movie is shite or... All right, all right, all right. Based on... The rating, IMDb rating. That's
1: right, yeah. Anything from a zero to 5.9 is... yeah, Shite. Yep. Anything six and above is... All right, all and right, the all we do, right. And the reason yep. we do that is because that's how we buy movies sometimes, where we go yes. shopping to JB or wherever we're shopping and... Yep. If something we're not really sure about, something we'll look at the IMDb rating. If it's over six, we'll go, okay, we'll get it. If it's under six, we'll do other research and think. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, Which we did with Maggie, Maggie. <laughs> for a long time. We put it off and then yep. finally bought it and it was shite. It was very. All right, we've got an email here from our pal, Jeff, our little monkey worker, powering the podcast on his little monkey bike. Uh, he writes in and says, A cinephiles. He's from America, by the way. He likes to be an honorary Aussie. (laughs) G'day, cinephiles. Uh, All tied up again this week. Neck and neck, head to head like two rams. I realised something this week. If I type it, there's a good chance you'll read it. So here goes. Jeff is the best. I'm a Muppet. I am Gonzo. And this is my co-host, Kermit. Is this how Planet of the Apes really starts? Who's pulling the strings now? Mr and Mr Lee. Dance, monkey, Dance. Oh, how the dining room table has turned, righto? Because <laughs> uh, we are recording from our dining room table. Yep. Um, hope you and your family are doing better than uh, better now that the lockdown is over. Catch you later, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi! Fantastic. All right. Uh, thanks, Jeff, for sending that in. He's also sent the scorecard in. He does the scorecard. He's the wor- the world's worst scorekeeper. Uh, so this week, we are both on 37. We've tied.
1: Ooh. So I yeah. didn't get one last week, I don't
0: think. No, I got one. You got zero. It puts us a tie. Equal again. Yes, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to guess first this week. You're going to read first because we've both... Uh, guest thirteen times. We go guest first thirteen times each. Mm. So you're going to read first. Uh, we've got a new one from Devesh this week, uh, which means you forgot to read the rules. Of the I, genre. I forgot to read the rules. From the top of this, uh, of course, there is a daily podcast shite or right drinking game that the world's worst manager sent in. Number one is if you guess the shite or right wrong, you got to drink. If you uh, if the synopsis is reread, you got to drink. If Devesh's name is mentioned, you got to drink. And if the segment ends, you've got to finish drink. So we are got to take a drink because we did mention him.
1: About three times.
0: All right, so let's get on with it. You are going to read one from Devesh because he has sent in another three this week. Drink. Keep telling him not to send them in. I have literally like a page and a half of just his Shite or Right's. But he keeps sending them in. To fish. My God. Oh, you got to do it again. Something.
1: Uh, <laughs> i the arse. you got to find something better to do with your time.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you got uh, you got to read that one out to me. i got to guess uh, this one. Let's go.
1: Okay. A, s- a seriously ill teenager falls in love with a drug dealer. Her mm. parents' worst nightmare. Oh. Uh-huh.
0: That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have no idea. It sounds like one of those dying teen movies that there are just so many of these days. Um, Don't know, don't know it. Don't know her. One about someone with a. It sounds crap. It has to be shite. I'm gonna say shite. You're saying shite. Yep. Locking it in. Yep.
1: All right.
0: All Ah. right.
1: Yes. It's got a seven point two. It's called Baby Teeth.
0: Oh, I've heard about this. This Australian film. film. Yeah,
1: it's an Aussie film. Uh, no one really of any
0: note in it. That yeah, I've yeah, been, yeah. The main girl in it, you will know, Eliza Scanlon. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now, apparently, mm. it's very, very good. I've heard about that.
1: Well, seven point two. So
0: there is a Blu-ray available overseas, so they didn't release a Blu-ray here. Only a DVD. on Can you believe that?
1: It's a film. How can we not get it released yeah, here? No,
0: no. Stupid. Well, there you go. All right, I'm going to read you one now. This mm. one is coming to us from Anthony Fisher, uh, and here we go. The synopsis is: a husband finds out that his wife and her lover are trying to kill him. That's it. Go again. Take a drink. Yep. Take a drink. <sighs> a husband finds out that his wife and her lover are trying to kill him.
1: Sounds familiar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna say it's probably okay. You say it's all right. Just. Just.
0: It is... All right, all right, all right. It's all right. It's called Buried Alive. It's a TV movie from 1990. Uh-oh. It's a horror romance thriller directed by Frank Darabont. We had one of his films come up last week. Mm, I don't think too. it was this one. Was it this one? No. No, it wasn't this one. Um, it's got Tim Matheson, Jennifer Jason Leigh, William Atherton, Hoyt Axton, et cetera, et cetera, uh, looks all right. Yeah, what's the rating? And so I got a six point five mm. tally movie. That's all right. There you go. Well, a good, like a good tally movie. Yeah, well, I like that depends. one we
1: see every time we turn the tally on. The guy gets. I
0: don't the... know if it was a tally movie though. Was it mauled? Yeah, I think it was a tally movie mauled by a tractor. I think <laughs> it's like a proper film. Yeah, guy got really yeah. Oh. Every time I don't know it's been on uh, at least once had or every, twice a year. Every three months. Yeah, it's like always a... on. It's <laughs> this, uh, this I can't even can't even remember the name of it, but a guy gets fucking run over by his tractor. So weird. Just after he's, he's been rolling in the grass with his girlfriend. Yeah. All <laughs> right, so you've got to read one now. This one comes in to us from Sam B. Sam B. Yeah.
1: A young man and woman decide yeah. to take their friendship to the next level without becoming a couple, but soon discover that adding sex only leads to complications.
0: Oh, I know what he's doing here. He's trying to trip me up because there were two movies that come out the exact same year. Friends with Benefits, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. And No Strings Attached, Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. Came out the exact same year, exact exact same story. So what one is it? That's what he's trying to do to me.
1: Ah.
0: Read it again. Got to take a drink. <laughs>
1: A young man and woman decide to take their friendship to the next level without becoming a couple, but soon discover that having sex only
0: leads to complications. I can't fucking tell. I can't tell. Um, I'm going to say no strings attached, because I feel like that was the less... They were both comedies, but I feel like it was the less comedic of the two, and that synopsis doesn't make it sound very comedic that said i think both of them would have an all right score though so i'm going around in circles for no i'm going to say all right but i have a feeling it's no strings attached
1: all right all right all yeah. right
0: yep no that was the other one that Friends was the other of, one Friends of benefit. benefits, yeah. uh, pull up no strings attached i want to see what the synopsis um, uh, for that one is that was my preferred of the two no strings no attached. strings they're both very good but no strings attached um i was like the ashton Kutcher movies. And Natalie Portman as well doesn't help doesn't, doesn't hurt. That's got a 6.2.
1: The other one had a 6.5. Yeah, so it's the synopsis. So it's about the same. A guy and girl try to keep their relationship, st- relationship strictly physical, but it's not long before they learn that they want something more. Yeah. Pretty much the it same. It was the same year, wasn't it? Um, no Strings was 2011. Friends With was
0: 2011. Yeah. yeah. Same year. So it's called a twin movie. So what will happen in Hollywood is that an idea gets shopped around to various studios for a number of years mm. and one studio might option it and then the other studio goes, hang on, we had this idea come in and float around a little while ago, let's make a movie about that. And then two movies on that same idea end up... Actually, it happens a lot. You had, um, like, Capote came out the same year as... Um, in um, what was it called something in, in cold blood or something? They were both like biopics about Truman Capote. Um, you had the um majestic, uh, sorry, the the um, what was that A Christian Bale magician one? Christian Bale, yeah, it's the Christopher Nolan the Prestige. film, Prestige. That came out the same year as That's that right. Ed Norton yep. magician one, yep. The Illusionist. Yep. They were both very similar. Um, it happens, it happens so much. A Bug's Life and Ants. We got tangent there. <laughs> I am going to read you another one. This one is coming to us from Tyson. Okay, this one centers on a group of friends who risk their lives to stop who or what is behind a rash of disappearances in their town. Oh,
1: mm. um, I am going to say that's all right. Is that all right?
0: Mm. It is. Shite. Yeah. This one's, called, yeah, this one's called Ghoul. It's a TV movie as well. Came out in 2012. It's rated 4. Ooh. 4.0. It's got um, Nolan Gould. Recognize this kid. What was he in? Let's have a look. Um, he was the kid from Modern Family, of course. It's one of the kids from Modern Family. Oh, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. true. Nolan Gould. Um, he's in it. Barry Corbin. Catherine Mary Stewart, Catherine Curtin, and, uh, yeah, it's a tally movie, of course, from 2012. Mm. It's called Ghoul. So, like, a horror thing. There you
1: go. Yeah, when I said locking, I thought to myself, oh, it's going to be shit, probably.
0: Oh. Well, it was. Make and a commitment. I think we are um, tying again. But we'll find out next week when Jeff sends in the score sheet. mm And that was this week's... <laughs> oh. All right, all right, all right. Fantastic. And you know,
1: tell us what the news is, or...?
0: Uh, I'll hold it off a little bit. We'll talk about it later. What, what? Let me see what segment's up now. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay. For now, it is time for the segment that the world's worst manager hates, but I'm bringing it back again. It is trailer trash. Awesome. We've got a big one this like week. Like trailer trash. Me too. I come from trailer trash. Yep. <laughs> this, is a good, this is a good one uh, this week. We're going to take a look at Pixar's latest movie. It's called Lightyear. Let's take a look. Awesome. Okay, status. Booster. Go. TNT. Go. Final. Go. Okay. Go. Go. Cabin pressurization is underway as we prepare for ignition. Flight recorders are on. T-minus five. Four. Three.
1: Two,
0: five, zero. To infinity. And... Lightyear. Oh, that looks damn awesome. How good does that look? Uh, <laughs>
1: if it's any, any, anywhere near as good as Toy Story. My God.
0: Well, this is the origin story. This is not Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story movies. Yep. Different character. When they first announced it, they said that this is the movie that the Buzz Lightyear action figure was based on. Right. So it's like a movie that exists in the Toy Story universe that everyone loved and then they made like a bunch of merchandise.
1: Because so of course you had Woody and Woody's roundup, and yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, Woody's yeah, roundup in yeah. yeah. the Toy Story. Yes. Yeah.
0: So now this is the movie, but the later synopsis makes it sound like that maybe Buzz Lightyear was a real person right. in this universe, yep. and then they like maybe made a movie about him or something like right. that. But anyway, this is like the in-universe origin story of the original Buzz Lightyear who inspired the toy. Mm. So you kind of look at it as if in in the Toy Story universe is like a massive. Like like Woody's Roundup is like yeah. this massive Buzz Lightyear franchise and it's like a movie they did. And there was a series years ago, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, which was basically the same sort of thing. It was an animated series right. and it was Buzz and his Star Command pals doing space shit. Yep. And um, so this is – you kind of – and at the beginning of every episode, it had like a CG animated portion where Buzz and Woody and the pals would all sit down to watch the TV show, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. So that was like an in-universe TV show. So you'd imagine is this, this massive franchise where they've made a cartoon series, there's a big movie, there's action figures, all that kind of stuff. Mm. People are not grasping this concept, though. How's it pop- People aren't grasping it. Every Almost every second comment I got was, how does he become a toy? Are we going to see <laughs> how he becomes a toy? It's like it's not the same fucking character. It's a different guy. And then, of course, we've got Chris Evans is in here. Voice in yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Yep. We didn't get. We only get to hear a little bit of him. Mm. I'm pleased so far. I think it sounds yeah, pretty exactly. cool. He's of course, of course, it's a bit of a uh, a meta joke because of course he. This would be like the Captain America of of that Toy of Story the universe, world. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Captain America, but they said they cast him not particularly because he was Captain America, but because he showed through his portrayal of Captain America that he was able to embody that kind right, of okay. a character. Yeah. Which is like, you know, very proud and very he can do the good drama stuff, but he also Mm -hmm. knows how to blend the comedy and stuff. So obviously it is like a little bit of a throwback. You got Mm -hmm. Captain America's buzz, but they particularly chose him because they knew he could perform that character really well. And then yeah, so these other comments I'm getting is like, why is Tim Allen not voicing him? Why is it why have they replaced the voice? It's not the same character. Mm. Tim Allen Tim Allen doesn't voice the toys. Tim Allen doesn't voice the Toy Story toys. So naturally you would imagine that there'd been this big blockbuster movie and you've got this big blockbuster star in the film and they've got like a second-rate fucking toy actor to come in and voice the toy, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a voice actor. So essentially I think that makes Toy Story even funnier that the guy that is voicing, that Tim Allen is the second-rate like voice actor who's coming to voice the toy. So I think it's pretty cool. But, yeah, a lot of people just aren't kind of getting the concept of it. I
1: can't see how they can't kind of get the concept. It's just like it's just like going and buying a bloody Luke Skywalker doll.
0: I know, but people don't understand that this is like a movie within a movie. They think they're making yeah. the origin story of the toy Buzz Lightyear, but it's not. Oh,
1: okay. See,
0: so that's what I mean. People yeah. don't understand the concept of this movie yeah. being a movie and a movie and that it's not actually the Buzz Lightyear from the movies. So had
1: we had that movie first and then had the toy story, it might have made more sense to some people.
0: Oh, maybe, but I don't know. I think people are. Some people are just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> there's no that's way to sugarcoat yeah. it. Exactly right. Um, but there's like I just I I just don't get it. Like it's baffling, and I've I don't, seen, I, don't
1: yeah, I don't understand how they can not get it. I've seen what a lot of people
0: don't? suggesting that maybe Disney needs to market it a little bit better. Like even if it's just like a voiceover, that's like you've seen the toy, now see the movie that inspired the toy or something like that yeah. to kind of really ram it home. I don't know how well she can do it without explicitly doing it, but it's so fucking obvious that this is not the toy. This is not a toy. Other comments are like, why does he look a bit different now? Why does he look like a real person? When's he going to become a toy? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking <laughs> about? They think it's like an actual prequel. It's, to not, like toy, toy Story. it's not Toy Story. It's not Toy Story. It's a movie within a movie, but, hey, it looks fucking cool. It
1: looks awesome.
0: It looks very... When, sorry, when's it out? Um, next July. Oh, I'm going to wait that long for yeah. it. Yeah. Eight months. Yeah, we've got another Pixar movie in between, which is Turning Red, which was that one with the, the girl who turns into the big red panda. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's first in yep. a couple of months. And then um, this is the big summer movie next year. <gasps> it looks very, like, 70s sci-fi, like Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back... Maybe even like a little bit of um, Blade Runner and 2001 A Space Odyssey. All that usual stuff. But it makes sense because if Andy's a kid, how old's Andy in the first Toy Story? Like maybe eight? You'd imagine that he has grown up with a movie that was made in the 70s. Like I was in the 90s. I grew up with the early Star Wars movies. So Andy's grown up with this like 70s, 80s sci-fi film that they made toys and all this kind of shit on. So they've really uh, made it look like it's kind of, yep, an early sci-fi film. Yeah, no, that really it looks cool. great. Oh, Animation, I'm it's gorgeous. Really look forward
1: to that. That looks fantastic. So
0: I'm really, ke- I'm really keen to. I wonder why. I wonder how Tim Allen feels when I first heard about it a year ago. They announced this at the um, the Disney Investor Day. I thought that oh, sounds really good, but fucking hell, but I don't think I was quite expecting this. No, that looks. Very, very it was brilliant. cool. brilliant. Very cool. And I like
1: the little the little subtle references to Star Wars films too in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his spaceship looks like an X-Wing, doesn't yeah. it? So that's what I mean. It's very much infused with that, like, 70s yeah. sci-fi kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, that Again, that comes out um, – I'll give you the exact date. June, actually. So you've got a month less to wait for it now. <laughs> June 17 in the US and the UK and June 16 in Australia – I've done a trailer breakdown for that one, so you can head over to YouTube Mm. and check that one out if you want. That video is doing quite well at the moment, actually. Oh, good. So there you go. For a (laughs) change. So I'll do a whole lot of light year videos. I'm sure I will (laughs) absolutely flog this to death, just like I did with Space Jam last year. Yeah, exactly. This is the big one that you'll be seeing a shitload of content from me. All right, so I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Yeah, so will you be back for that or what? What do you mean? Well, will you be back here, home?
0: You've spoiled the surprise. What? Oh, they shit. Spoiled the big, <laughs> you spoiled <laughs> the, big,
1: <laughs> the big announcement. Bloody hell. I knew I'd fuck
0: up somewhere wrong oh, in my life. Oh, <laughs> you spoiled the announcement. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my May God. May as well fucking do it here. The big announcement is essentially the borders are open. Yes. The Australian borders are open. We're free to travel now. So I've got my first my first flight out of here. I'm leaving in... um. It, Mid-November Two and a half weeks, a half weeks time well, about, I about three weeks Oh yeah, it's three it's weeks Three weeks yeah. As three of weeks yesterday. yesterday Yeah yeah. I'm going to the UK I'm Separated from my girlfriend For two years Yep So I'm going to see her over there And sort shit out um, So yeah, very excited about that I'm going for about five months Phew Yeah, I'll be back early uh, May Early May So yeah, I'll be back for Buzz Lightyear Oh, that's right After have to tell Alicia. Alicia, I have to get back for Buzz Lightyear Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Sorry Dave, I spoiled that for you (laughs) No, no, that's fine, that's all right. We had to to talk about it anyway So
0: yeah, so essentially I'll be away for like five months I'm still working, the channel still goes The podcast still goes Uh, Obviously this is a full time job for me at the moment So Mm -hmm. I can't just go over there and fuck around for five months And just not do anything So it'll be business as usual I'll be over there, this is basically why I bought a new Mac So I have the fucking super power that I need to do my editing in the space that I need for my editing. Um, so I'll be over there just business as usual. I have to get in touch with all my contacts and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm still doing the job. I'm still reviewing and still all that stuff. But yep. I'll just be on the side of the world. it just be like a couple of months temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like the good thing is I can still be over there and I don't know what the deal with screeners is going to be, whether they can still send screeners next year that cinemas are open. Um, but if they can send me screeners, I can still do them. If not, I'll just pop fucking five minutes down the road to the, uh, to the light cinema in yeah. uh, where I'll be, and go and set, check out the big, obviously the big ones. I'll go and see, mm. um, and review them and stuff, um, and um, interviews and shit. They're always like, I'm talking to people in America anyway. so' always oh, so, on Zoom anyway. Yeah, so it's not going to matter. I can be in Eng- England and doing mm. them and. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited to get back over there because I do love it over there, but it is kind of the coronavirus capital of the world at the moment. <laughs> so I'm a little bit worried about really doing anything about other than staying. Kerry,
1: Canon and Glen 20 everywhere yeah. you go. Um, so, um,
0: <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. We're not going to do too much like, with big crowds and, and shit. No. Um, so, no. Um, But, yeah, I'll be back, yeah, early April. But until then, everything's going to go as, as normal. Early April, late April. Early well, we're saying early April. Okay, so. early April. I'm hoping right. early April. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but the podcast will continue, unless <laughs> it's
1: going to be interesting.
0: It's yeah, it will be. I think <laughs> we're going to have to do it remotely. But this is the thing that everyone who is running a podcast had to deal with last year. Really? Oh, yeah, it's right. Anyone right. who did a podcast in person yep. had to learn how to do the remote thing. So mm. we'll be doing it, um, where we'll just you know we'll both record. And our only feed. Reason we could do it like this. Could we live under the same roof? So. Well, exactly right. So. Um, so yeah, we're gonna just—it's gonna be uh, again this teething process of trying to figure out how to do it a new way again. Yeah. And editing—it's gonna be a little bit more tricky because yeah. I got to drop all the sound effects and stuff in because I won't have the board. I'm not taking the board with me. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So three weeks' time, I leave like mid-November, and we might there might be a week there was there's like a hiatus, like we don't do a show.
1: The week, when you, go the week, over, the week you go over, over there. yeah. There won't
0: be a show unless we record Well, one.
1: there can't be because you fly on the Thursday, you get there on, on the Friday, Friday morning. morning. And there's no way I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> and you'll be jet lagged, Like There might be like, like two there'll be, weeks. There'll be two or three days might, gone.
0: might be like two weeks. Business as usual for you guys out there, you'll no, you'll never know that I'm not in the country. I'll still be producing <laughs> the content as per normal and it'll be going out to you and I'm just going to be in a different country temporarily for a few months Mm. A, lot no. a lot of fun Spoil that for you Anyway Ah uh, well Move on Move along It is now um, time for- oh, hey, What's that? What's that? I don't know I don't know I don't know, know, what know what it is I know what ah, it is Yeah, yeah I know what it is it's the news
1: It's a sting for the news It dick. is it's a sting you for the played news it. I know yeah, I
0: did <laughs> I pressed the button Um, Hey there's a little bit of news this week Nothing huge but we can go through it Dune I'm still waiting for my screening of Dune to be um, sent to me from the studio. Let me check my email. Update just now. No emails for Dune. But hey, Dune 2 is coming. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Dune June 1. No, I know. That's what I said. I'm waiting for my invite. <laughs> it's been out in America for a few weeks, the first Dune, and they've been saying because the, direct, the director only adapted the first um, the first half of the book and had planned to do Dune Part 2, but Warner Brothers was like, uh, it would depend on how well it does at the box office. And, of course, pandemic and all that shit means that this has gone to HBO Max and doesn't really have much of a chance of doing very, like incredibly well at the box office. So then Warner Brothers was like, well, if it does well on HBO Max, we'll let you do a second one. Oh. Naturally, it's done very well on HBO Max, and they've announced this week that they're doing a second one. Legendary Pictures took to social media and said, "This is only the only the beginning. Thank you to those who have experienced Dune movies so far, and those who are going in the days and weeks ahead. We're excited to continue the journey." Uh, so the director uh, Denis Villeneuve gets his gets his second Dune mm. get to adapt the rest of the book, which is interesting. Like we haven't seen the first one, so I can't really say much about it. Uh, but it's going to come out on October twentieth, twenty twenty three. So a couple of years to wait for that. Um, they're saying that it opened, it made $40 million at the box office, which is pretty decent. They reckon it's the biggest of uh, Villeneuve's career. Oh. There you go. And the biggest opening of the year for Warner Brothers at cinemas. Um, and uh, there's a few quotes there from Warner Brothers and shit, but it, the the gist of it is June 2 is happening. Mm. So there you go. There you go. But we said a while ago. Of course, it got your favorite in there, hasn't it? Timothy Chalamet. Mm. I refuse to fucking call him that. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Yep. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is <has> in it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's going to be in the sequel as well. So Denis Villeneuve is, of course, returning mm. as the director and Timothy Chalamet is back to star.
1: What about Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa? And
0: well, I don't know really the fate of the characters. They haven't mentioned any of them, so oh, it kind okay. of makes me feel like maybe they they're dead or something. Mm. I don't know. We'll find out when we see the movie in a few weeks. Hopefully, um, we said I, I said ages ago though that there's no way the second half was not going to happen. There's no way they were not yeah, going to let yeah, him yeah, make yeah. it. Particularly after what happened with Christopher Nolan, they don't want to fucking <laughs> f- piss <laughs> S- off screw another one up. Another one of yeah. these big like visionary. Yep. Um, what would you call them? Film like all tour filmmakers. Yeah. They want to fuck one of them off again. Another one off. So there was always, they were always going to be doing Dune 2. There was no mm. question about it, but there you go. Uh, let's talk about Ant-Man 2. I just want to
1: say the first one.
0: Yeah, exactly right. I'm <laughs> waiting, I'm waiting. I've got my invite to the Eternals, which we're seeing on Monday. Awesome. Very good. Look we to that. We've got a, tickets to No Time to Die, James 25. Oh, hanging hangin for <laughs> that. That's on Friday. Ah, I've got my ticket. Friday morning? Friday morning, yeah. Oh, good. Get, Eternals, it of, get it out of the Eternals way. Eternals in the evening, yeah. Uh, I've got Last Night in Soho, which is like that horror thriller with um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I've got that on the following Monday, yep. like three days before I go away. <laughs> um, I was supposed to, they were supposed to send me a screener to it, and then they didn't send it. I'm thinking, what's going on? I said to you last week, I said, I reckon they're going to do a screening of it instead. Now the cinemas are open. Yeah, uh, sure enough. yeah. it's a gold class screening. Ooh. Yeah, I only one ticket for that. So, there you go. so mm-hmm. I'm excited. Anyway, so the next bit of news is about Ant-Man 2. This is coming out soon. I've just started filming it. It's Ooh. called Ant-Man... Oh, sorry, Ant-Man 3, rather. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, but Ant-Man 3. Yep. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, this is being directed by Peyton Reed again, who directed the first two. Um, and Bill Murray has been on the... Uh, uh, on the uh, what do you call it? Like the press trail for the new um, a Wes Anderson film called *The French Dispatch*, which also stars Timothy Chalamet as well. <laughs> um, and Murray, Murray was asked about—he uh, was on this like did, there was like a press conference, and Murray was asked about working multiple times uh, with directors like uh, Wes Anderson and Sofia Coppola, Jim Jarmusch, like these kind of auteur indie filmmakers. And he dropped without thinking. He said, you know, recently I made a Marvel movie. (laughs) And then it was like apparently just like dead silence. And then he said, I probably won't tell you, but never mind. But he continued on anyway (laughs) and basically mentioned that he had, he didn't mention the director by name, Peyton Reed, but he did mention Bring It On, uh, which was a film that Peyton Reed directed back in the day. And Murray mentioned that he was kind of, interested in the films that this director had made, such as Bring It On. So he dropped that he'd worked on a Marvel movie with Peyton Reed. So he's basically dropped that he's going to be in Ant-Man 3. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see what character he takes on. Some have suggested maybe Ant-Man's father. You can imagine the Bill Murray, Paul Rudd sort of father-son oh, duo. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm not... It'll be interesting, interesting to see what he does, isn't it? But he's, uh, the quote from him is, uh, in any case, some people were quite surprised why I decided on such a project, but for me the thing was quite clear. I got to know the director and really liked him very much. He was funny, humble, everything you want from a director. (laughs) So we'll see what comes of that. Bill Murray has entered the MCU. Very exciting. Uh, We've got another, um, this is DC-wise, another superhero casting. Brendan Fraser is headed to Gotham City. Haven't heard from him for a while. He's having a little bit of a renaissance at the moment. Mm -hmm. The... Fraser Sons Tarzan. Yeah. And The Mummy. Oh, no, he really? wasn't Tarzan. He was George of the Jungle. George of the something. <laughs> the Mummy. Encino Man. He did so many great films in the 90s. Um, and he's do- he's currently filming a movie with uh, Martin Scorsese called Killers of the Flower Moon uh, with Robert De Niro and uh, DiCaprio. So that's going to be interesting. So I think that's really kind of given him an- a little boost. All of a sudden mm. now he's being cast in the new Batgirl movie, which has been produced for HBO Max. It's a, like exclusive HBO Max film. Um, he's going to be starring as a supervillain called Firefly, Ooh. who I'd never heard of. I'll give you a little no. picture there. You can check out who this Firefly is. Um, according to Wikipedia, it's a, he's a fictional supervillain who appeared in American comic books published by DC Comics, Uh, Initially portrayed as a criminal who utilised lighting effects to commit robberies, Firefly was later reimagined as a sociopathic pyromaniac with obsessive compulsion to start fires following the Crisis on Infinite Earths reboot of the DC Universe in the 80s. So he spawned uh, back in the 50s initially. Mm. Um, The darker depiction of the character has since endured as one of the superhero Batman's most recurring enemies and belongs to the collective adversaries that make up his central rogues gallery. Never heard of him. No, me either. Never, Never heard, heard of, heard of him. him. So that'll be interesting. He'll now be in the Batgirl movie, played by Brennan Fraser. Oh. Uh the Batgirl film, uh, as uh, as per the Hollywood Reporter, says it's going to star Leslie Grace as Batgirl. Did I say bad girl? I think I don't it's know. a bad girl. Did you? Yeah, Batgirl. Batgirl but it says because it says here, bad boys. Oh, it's, okay. it's being directed by the Bad Boys for Life filmmakers uh, Adil Albi uh, and uh, Balal Falah. Uh, they're directing from a script by Birds of Prey screenwriter Christina Hodson. So it's going to mm. be interesting to uh, check out. Yeah, we'll Check be. that one out. Uh, that's going to hit HBO Max. There I you don't go. know how Brendan Fraser will go as a villain, but. I think it interesting. He's always yeah. been good. He's always been good, though. Oh, he's been all right. The Mummy. The Mummy were great films. Oh, well, we're all right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were great. People love the Mummy movies. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I guarantee they'll have like an eight. Well, look, I don't,
1: I don't mind him. I've. Know, some of the some of the really crappy stuff he's yeah. done over the years, I've you know sort of almost enjoyed. To well, be honest.
0: he well he um he kind of retired really. He had a bit of a hard time. Yeah, he
1: did he had, a, had a bit of a breakdown. Didn't people he, I think. got
0: yeah because people were giving him a hard time over yeah. stuff, and now he's back, which is great. Yeah, it's good great. It's back. great to see him back. Um, we've got one more piece of casting news here. Uh, Ryan Gosling is joining oh, the go. Barbie movie.
1: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. There's been this Barbie movie that's been floating in Hollywood for a long time. Amy Schumer was supposed to be in it a little while back and that fell apart. And now they've cast Margot Robbie in the role. Um, it's from Warner Brothers. It's a Warner Brothers film. This is, uh, this is a passage from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Ryan Gosling is in final negotiations to join Rob, uh, Margot Robbie in Warner Brothers' live action take on Barbie. Um, and Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach the duo known for their quirky and critically loved dramas, wrote the script from the long gestating project with Gerwig set to direct. Uh, Robbie is starring as Barbie and also producing. Oh, and it's being produced by David Heyman, who is the guy that did the Paddington films and all the Harry Potter movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's a lot of really good people attached to this. That I'm kind of thinking that this might actually be Okay. <laughs> And I feel like it's going to be like a bit of a tongue-in-cheek sort oh, of. Oh, it has to Like be. you would imagine like Barbie and Ken from Toy Story. Yeah. Standout <laughs> characters of Toy Story 3 <laughs> particularly. I feel like it's going to be like t- Greta Gerwig. She was in that um, Francis Ha that we watched. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, not long ago. And I believe that was directed by, was that directed by Noah Baumbach? Yeah. So, Bourne Barch is like one of Wes Anderson's sort of like under. He's like worked a lot with that Wes Anderson. Okay. And so he makes a lot of really weird, quirky movies. And so does Greta Gerwig. Uh, he makes weird Ladybird. She did, um, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, Little Women as well. So, there's a lot of really good people attached to this. Mm. David Heyman is a terrific producer. I don't know, man. I'm keen I'm in, I'm I'm my interest has peaked. I'm not gonna get excited for a Barbie movie just yet. But I'm interested to follow this. I don't and think it's gonna be anything what you think it's gonna be.
1: I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be anything like what we're thinking of a you know, little girls yeah.
0: Barbie film. I feel like it's gonna be well, I know cause Amy Schumer was attached to it, there's mm. no way that's like a kid's film. Nah. I feel like they were gonna do like a really like even like scathing sort of commentary on the sexualization. I don't know. They're going to do something like it's that. There's going to be a lot of adult. Content it's going to be like an film. adult. Uh, yeah. Um, I just see Malibu Barbie uh. partying away. Yeah. I'm keen. I'm interested to see uh, to see what they do with this. It's definitely going to be a comedy. So I don't think uh, mm. so. Uh, but uh, we would imagine Ryan Gosling will be playing Ken. Yeah. Oh, you'd think so. So there you go. With that. I think we're going to basically round out the show. We've got one question that's coming to us this week. Get your drinks ready. It's coming from our pal Devesh. He's wrote in. He said, Hey, fellas, I do actually have one question for the pod. Have you played any of the Uncharted games and do you have any thoughts on that trailer? If you haven't, did the trailer make you in any way curious about checking them out? On a separate note, have you played the two Last of Us games? A lot of questions in here, Devesh? Oh fuck. Personally, I think they're absolutely wonderful, but I struggled to see how it'll work in movie form. While both leads are good, I still struggle to see them as their characters, though the bit with the Scottish du- dude felt very Nathan Drake. Also... Here you go. And then he sent us a bunch of shadow rights. <laughs> um, as I'm here, he says, congrats on going audio exclusive, though I must admit listening to my name being read and a drink being immediately drunk while in a train station does keep me on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, fellas. Thanks very much, Devesh. Um, Thanks, mate. Now, we have seen the trailer. Uh, we we're, we're actually going to do it last week in Trailer Trash, but we ran out of time. There's been a bit of a backlash on this. People are saying it doesn't feel like the games. Tom Holland is too young for the character mm-hmm. Nathan Drake. He's kind of more like, a, I guess, like 40s, 50-year-old right. in the games. And Sully, who's the character that Mark Wahlberg, Mark Marky Mark, <laughs> is playing, is like an older, grizzled, like 60, 70-year-old guy. Right. Um, so it's like, a, it's like kind of like an origin telling of how their partnership started. Right. And the, the leading theory is that Tom Spider-Man has been cast in this film because they can keep him around for a little bit longer and they can like build up like a big franchise. As people who haven't played the games, don't know anything about it though, I quite like the trailer. I'm undecided. And You're undecided? I wasn't,
1: I wasn't overly taken by it.
0: It looks okay. It, look, it looks like your standard Marky Mark, yep. Tom Spider-Man yep. kind of film. Tom spider <laughs> 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 doesn't it doesn't really It's just like uh, Stock standard action thing But there's a lot of people Really pissed off about it Because it's like Completely different To the games apparently Haven't no, played them Don't know Don't you really don't play Don't really play games like that I like my Spider-Man And my yeah. All those kinds of shit Just Sa- San Andreas Jeez oh. Ange- that's going back a bit Grand Theft Auto San Andreas GTA 4 5, 5 is, What's the newest one 5 Yeah Jeez San Andreas No, Fucking I It's uh, gone back years That's for me This has gone back even further. Um, (laughs) And, no, I haven't played either of the Last of Us games. I really want to. Apparently, they're very good. I have the first one. I think we got it for free with the PS4. So that's how long it's been sitting there in in the shrink wrap. But, anyway, thanks so much for sending that one in, uh, Davesh. Fuck. (sighs) At that. That's all we have time for today. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, these podcasts go out every single Monday on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Visual elements available to view, well, sort of, on YouTube. That goes out two days earlier to the patron supporters at patreon.com forward slash daily Those videos are on a second channel, though, so go and hit subscribe and like. And we've almost got the subs up, even though we've lost a few, I think... Let me double check, but I have a feeling, um, this is probably a bit of dead air now, but I have a feeling that we may have passed the watch time. On the second channel. I have a feeling we may have passed the watch time. Oh, that'll be good. I've gone to the wrong channel here. <laughs> 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 Oh no Oh yeah Yeah We've we've got enough watch time now To be monetized. We just gotta get the 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 subs up So get subscribing Let us monetize the podcast channel Please Please The podcast or the second channel That's the podcast channel Oh okay I'm talking about the podcast channel Oh okay The podcast videos Are the podcast channel We need like 150 more subs My second channel The extra channel Is gonna be a while off But I'm nearly up there On the subs That's actually moving faster Than the podcast channel so there you uh, go Yeah I've only got 200 watchtowers on the second channel uh, Watchtowers Anyway If you're right on the show you can tune in on a dailypond at gmail.com If you're listening on the podcast platforms Please leave a review and a rating Only good ones They certainly help uh, YouTube Chit ones don't They don't uh, YouTube preview a few weeks back I released my Gossamer Evolution and Voice Evolution from the Looney Tunes um, This week I loaded my breakdown of the Lightyear trailer or last week, I'll own yeah. my breakdown if you want to check that one out. This week, I'm going to have my Adams Family Evolution up. I've teased it a little bit. I wanted two, video- two Evolutions out this month, but I'm going to crush it. I think I'm going to get it in by Sunday, I think. Ooh. But if not, it might be like a, a late Halloween. We're going to miss the Halloween and we will go into November and that will be November's Evolution. But I will also do another one for November. So yeah. we'll either have two this, like... October or not. I don't know You'll have enough time To edit on the plane Yeah I know Not that one though <laughs> Not that one That'll be out well and truly By the time on the plane No, no the next one The next one Yeah exactly right um, So you can check out that That's going to be I'm excited about that one um, We're going to have My Sopranos review uh, Many Saints of Newark We're going to have The Eternals review No Time to Die Got my interviews With the Animaniacs cast Including Rob Paulson Maurice LaMarche uh, Jess Harnell And Tress McNeil and uh, as well as Gabe Suar, who who is the executive producer on the show. So it's going to be very exciting to launch them. Um, of course, these are going to be shared across both the main channel and the Extra channel, so head over to Dave down under Extra if you want to check out kind of the more niche stuff that I'm doing at the moment. That all goes over there. We did say, should have said at the top of the show, Happy Halloween. Oh, yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween you can we really celebrate it either. No, but for everyone out there listening, yep. happy Halloween. We would have done, last year we did a Halloween special, yep. uh, but this year we didn't really. This week Halloween. We too, considered, yeah, we considered maybe <laughs> filming it, but we took one off. We're not going to take one week off filming, then go back and film again, no, then go right. back to not filming. So you can just picture us sitting here in my free guy, uh, my free guy costume, that's my Halloween <laughs> costume. What's your Halloween costume this year? Birthday suit. Oh, don't picture that. I'm <laughs> glad we didn't say that at the beginning of the show because they would have gone running. Anyway, that's all that we have to go. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. So thanks so much for listening. And thanks, And we'll you guys. see you on the next one. Take care. Take Stay easy. safe.